front of the computer and all that kind of stuff and in front of their phones. What's up, guys? We are uh, we are live right here with Mr. Matt Frost, the uh, Mr. Rocky Mountain Race Week, as I've been calling you all day on all the stuff <laughs> I've been sharing this with. So I'm excited about this. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, we're just going to have a good time. We're going to talk about some 1.0 stuff from this year, 2.0 stuff coming up, uh, obviously, next weekend. At this time next week, we will be racing. That's right. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be cool. I've got to get some drive tires mounted on the Narcs cart uh, between now and then because I was doing big burnouts at the children's shelter today. So <laughs> you you, you uh, burn through them, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we we got to get some stuff mounted this week. Uh oh. Is that on your end or mine? Can you hear me? How about that? Oh, there we go. There we go. Hey, here's what you don't do. You don't hit the uh, mute button on your <laughs> on your thing. So for everybody that missed that, uh, Hawassi Tire and Lube is our uh, is our tire sponsor for the cart. And I think we've gone through like six sets of rear tires on that Holy thing. So cow. yeah, so we awesome. just we destroy them. That's why you got to have tire sponsors, right? Yep, that's good though. That means you're out doing stuff that's that's good for people too. So yep, yeah. that's exactly right. Out running, driving around, all that kind of stuff. So um driving's what we're gonna be doing next week dude are you ready no <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm just like everybody else i'm you know it's always last minute this that, like i've been in that damn truck and nothing i think i finally got it wrapped up but oh my god that was a i took on a huge project so yeah that's too funny that's funny yeah. so what all we're just going to start right in here what do you got left to load for the uh for the uh command center so we still haven't got our second shipment of shirts yet. So when that comes in, they still have the bag tagged and boxed. Um, just still working on the first ones that were here. You see that big old pile of boxes we had. So I don't know what yeah. it comes out to be. It's like almost like 4,800 shirts or something like that. I don't know. It's something. Crazy. Dude, that's awesome. So we got all that stuff to get. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a. I always wait and wash the Mini Cooper, check the oil and stuff in it before it gets loaded. Golf cart. I got a new golf cart because my other one blew up at 1.0. We lost the motor, so I got a golf cart, got to get washed and get put in the trailer. So yeah, so I mean, we deal with the same problems everybody else does, even on this scale of it of the, of the you know command center. It has issues too. So yeah, so um, basically, still everything. I just have to get everything loaded in the trailer. Uh, we'll probably work on that in the next couple of days. But I just got done. I, I finally just finished putting seats in the and what we call the road towed truck that we just got done doing. I just got the air conditioning fixed and got it back uh friday and i just finished putting the seats and stuff in it today so dude that's crazy <laughs> dars laws here says yeah make sure the mini's ready when i need it that's right it's ready, <laughs> ready. <laughs> that's awesome so for the folks that are new that are watching this hopefully um tell tell people what the mini cooper is tell them what it's for what it does um so it's funny so i picked up the car and ended up having uh so any if it, people don't know anything about mini coopers what happens to them is you know, it's kind of going off subject, but uh, they have a little vacuum pump that runs the brake and stuff. Well, it runs off the back of the cabin. Well, if those don't get replaced within 60, 70,000 miles, that thing locks up and it stops the cams, and the cams don't have keyways or nothing on those cars. So it <laughs> shears the bolt off, and all the, all the chain and everything falls out inside of them, bends valves. So I picked the car up. You know, most people won't mess with them because they got to take them to BMW, and it's like five or six thousand dollar drop. When yeah. reality, it's six or seven hundred parts and about eight hours to do the job. So anyway, so I did that. I, I got the car, got it all put together, fixed, 
and uh, it's just our parts in our car. It's what you guys use uh, when the cars. I use it at home. Parts running is pretty much all we use. Here's when I got to go get some parts. I jump in it because it gets 20 miles a gallon, and it's like a little go kart. And you know, with yep. driving big trucks all day long, driving a go kart's awesome. So, so <laughs> yeah. I go, I go get parts, and it's what we have for you guys, so that uh, if you need to go run and get something from the store or parts or whatever, it's readily available for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's really cool. Like, you know, I've never done like drag week or anything like that. And uh, so Rocky mountain racing is the only thing I've ever done. Well, I've always just known that you could jump in the mini and run and get parts if you had to, you know? Yeah. yeah that's, that's kind of awesome. something special on our part, just because you know, it's, it's nice to have that avenue, you know, how hard it is, especially if you're already in race mode and something happens or whatever, and you don't yeah. want to convert your car all back over or not, you can just go over there and grab it. So. Yeah. And yeah. you know, a lot of times, like once we get away from, really the first stop like we're we're on our own you know that's right um i, I think this year there's more I, I feel like this year there's more road weakers on 2.0 than there had been for 1.0 so i'm excited about that too you know have more people being around us and all that kind of stuff all the time so yeah that's really grown a lot i think uh, god i don't remember how many we had last uh, 1.0 but i know that she was saying already we have like 60 people signed up for it for 2.0 so that's great man that is so great and uh, just, and it's it, it's really good because i i think that that part of it itself it's it's good in two ways one because if you didn't get into either of them as far as their actual racing side of it you still mm-hmm. you still can have lots of fun like it and two yep. it gets anybody that has cold feet or maybe doesn't want to be the first you know show up to the first one not knowing what's going on or whatever you're already seasoned by the time you come in to be a racer if you've done that because you know the ins yep. and out of everything so yeah. And, and road week folks travel the same exact route than race week folks. So that's the other cool part. Like, I think that's what, um, a lot of folks need to understand is like, you're, you're literally like, there's a convoy of 350 cars taking the same exact route, start stop, like stopping at the same exact checkpoints. Now they may be doing it at 2 AM because they leave the night before. Right. And, and rolling through, or they may be everybody, you know, there may be a, 20 cars together doing it at the same time at 11 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just so really a big neat. rolling, big rolling show. Pretty much. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, we roll through some of these towns and the, you know, by what's cool is to like be about the 10th or 12th car in line. Like I run with the 301 guys all the time. So, you know, we're in the back typically cause I want to get the content, you know? And so people see all these super cool cars. And by the time you get, you know, if you're eight or 10 back in the line, they're like cheering you on and rooting and it's, it's just awesome. Yeah. I mean, but by the time the middle of the group comes through, you got people out there in the line and their signs and everything else, because they finally realized what was going on and they're out there you know, for you to come through. So yeah, you know, just going through the small towns and stuff like that, you know, uh, it was talked about for 1.0, we st- a bunch of people stopped at the guy's gas station and said that, you know, that's the most fuel he's, sold him i don't know if it was ever or if it was in years but one or yeah. the other was a huge huge event for him and you know that's what's really cool about this that's what this is all about is us going and being in areas where we never going to make it to going down the major highway you know we get to go with these, these small little towns and wake that town up for a little bit and just give those people something to do and if yeah. you can help them along the way heck you know that's even just a plus so well and you know i was thinking about that because i think uh when the mac guys were on was talking about you know you just like even if you're on vacation and you're you're going slower and things like that you still don't take the two lane road you're still nope. like if you know day 
day two, I guess, day one is Oklahoma City. But day two, if you were going from Oklahoma City to Enos, Texas, you would never take the route we're going to take. Right. You're never going to just jump on a two lane and, and end up, you know, the, I, I don't know how many miles that road is, but or how many miles that trip is. But let's say it's 250 miles um, by by highway. You know, we would probably go 300 that day. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a little bit bigger. I mean, yeah, I didn't do. I, I have to confess, I didn't do the route this year because we just didn't have the time. So I actually, yep. uh, Chad lives down there, Reynolds. So Chad cool. did for us, and it sounds like it's going to be really awesome. I'm kind of excited uh, to not not know the route myself for a change, so yeah. I get to be surprised. So man, yeah. that'll be really cool. That that is kind of exciting on that end because uh, you yeah. know that's there's what people don't understand about this, and like you know, I think it was a couple of weeks ago you had posted about you know getting or maybe adam posted about getting messages from people hey i want to do my own race week and own drag and drive event you know type style you know can you do you have any pointers well like the biggest i, I would think the biggest thing is just the logistics side of it you know getting 300 cars from each track to each track and like like people don't think about the time that goes into that and the oh, you know, hours and hours and hours of spent on just even just Google to figure out the route you want to go. Well, and just, you know, I mean, sometimes it's winging it too, you know, to go through the towns and find those historical areas. But, you know, we always try to find some historical, something that's meaningful to yep. stop at, you know, patriotic or whatnot. Like that's a big deal for us. I mean, it's important. Yep. You know, I, I look at what we do with this, these Dragon Drive events is just as much american as anything like this is the found it's the basis of what this country was founded on in my opinion you know the, the automobile like and that's yeah. what and it's hard we you know you can't really not talk about politics and you can't really not talk about you know all the stuff that goes on with electric cars and all that stuff when you talk mm -hmm. about these kind of events because it's all plays a role in what we do you know and what yeah. the stuff that's going on with you know the emission stuff now and the EPA and all that, like, oh. it, which is which is absolutely retarded because it's not anything that has anything that's affecting them, but it's just another way to kind of stick yeah. it to us. And you know yeah. that's I, you hate to get on that bandwagon, but you really have to be paying attention to that. This is the kind of stuff that you do because it's going to affect us in the yeah. long term. And I've been saying that. Yeah. For years. I, I always talk at the drivers meeting a little bit about some of these things about who you're voting for and paying attention to these kind of yep. these things, because in the end it's going to affect us. And to me, when that changes, when the car culture changes, and we're not allowed to do what we do. I, at that point, I feel like we've lost, we've lost yeah. our, the America, the America we know is lost at that point because in, in the reality of it and the biggest grand things, the car culture is probably brings everybody together. It doesn't matter what race you are, it doesn't matter what color, it doesn't matter anything, it doesn't matter, yep. it doesn't matter, you know, what you, gender you call yourself, or whatever, we don't care about any of that stuff, <laughs> yeah. when it, we all get together, we just go do what, we don't care what your politics are, you know, to yep. a certain extent, you know, I mean, obviously, we, <laughs> we want you to be this way, because we have the cars, yeah, and we, we want enjoy that it, yeah. but we don't care, and then, and I think yep. that that's, this and a couple other things that happen, you know, on a basis, not necessarily drag and drive, but just the, yep. the car community is a huge part of this, of, of America. And if you don't yep. have that, I think we're lost. I really do. Yep. So a hundred, hundred percent. So for, yeah. uh, 2026 is the 100th anniversary of, uh, route 66. And, and I want to do a huge, like do the whole route, all that kind of stuff with everybody. I think that'd be a, a ton of fun, a big event. So sure. That's so, yeah. awesome. Yeah. And what's crazy, yeah. you think about the last hundred years of the automobile. I mean, there's, 
like it's interesting that so much has changed. Oh you know, you God. think about ju just getting from place to place. Now you have, you know, all generations of folks and like Red Hat Scotty's in here, you know, him and his dad doing these style events. You know, those are stories that that him, you know, Red Hat's dad and uh, Red Hat, let's see, Red Hat's dad and his dad both, you know, I mean, they would have had stories like that. So sure. it, it's really neat. I do want to call out Dirty Panda. I want to say thanks for dropping the money. Uh, all the money that's uh, done in here is for race week funds, tires, beers, food, gas, all that kind of stuff. So certainly appreciate that. Yeah. No, it is. It absolutely is where, you know, I mean, that's my history of my family. There were dirt cart, you know, dirt cart racers back. Yep. My great grandpa had dirt cars. You know, my grandpa was, you know, he owned a couple of stations uh, throughout the years and blur. Man, it's cars and Texas has been, that's my family. Yep. That's our roots, you know, and then in and, and trucks and semis and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, it, it's hard to wrap your mind around that. And that's what's, it's great because we connect those generations with what we do. And that's something yep. that, you know, people, we really push really hard for race week is to get your kids involved because we have to get kids yep. continue to evolve. And, and it is just the culture and the difference. And if you really think about it, look at the way cars look today. A 2019 to 2021 it's almost at the end of the day. Do you can you really identify what that what car is <laughs> no. what anymore? Because they all look the same, you know. No. Nope. So there's no personality to it. And that's like, okay, I understand the electric car thing. I get it. We actually are going to have yep. electric, you know, Tesla come, you know, on yep. 2.0, and it's probably going to be, you know, super fast. And it's cool. Just when I stand, I'm intrigued by it. But on the other hand of it, I hate them because yep. there's nothing. They're trying the way that it looks now. The way we're going forward is is there's no personalizing your vehicle the way that we do now. Like I don't care, I, you know. I, I I like everything. I like I'm to the point. You know, if if you've got a low rider, that's awesome. If you've got an import, yep. that's awesome. I can appreciate every aspect of what culture brings yep. because I am aware of that. That's your own individuality, you know, and that's the you're you're doing your thing. And as long as you're involved, that's awesome. So yep. Yep, yeah, that's cool. Today uh, at the shelter, we had a lifted like 95 Cadillac limo oh, on a... Uh, Pull them out. <laughs> yeah, we had a, a lifted 95 Cadillac limo on a uh, power stroke chassis. We had the cart. We had my little brother's MG. We had uh, S2000. We had Pro Char or a, uh, Whipple Charge Mustang. I mean, like there's all kinds of stuff. And those kids, they wanted to see it all. So that's always cool. That's right. Yeah. And and that's what's neat about this, you know. A lot of folks, you, know, you you park and you come back, and everybody that I talked to for 2.0 last year was excited to be there and willing to talk. Yeah, you know, I think that was that was probably the neatest part. And then to be able to be a fan and a spectator, I guess at that point, and be able to like come in, walk through the pits, talk to all these people, and it just gets more people jazzed for it. So, well, it does, and that's something that you know. It's great because I feel like with what we're doing, you know, the, name, the names that have been doing it for, you know, 30 years or whatever aren't necessarily mm -hmm. the ones that run our event. And that's okay because we're making our own new heroes and people to look up yeah. to and, and to follow yeah. and all that stuff. But to watch some of the other people from long ago or that are doing some of the other events or whatever, and the way that they are sometimes with the fans and just turn away, it's like, Y'all got to remember where I got there. You, you didn't get there without those people, you know? So that's right. To, that's right. You got it. You got to constantly remember that. And that's one thing about the people that we have in our culture of race week is, you know, there isn't one bad apple. I don't think if they are, they don't 
in our event very long because we usually weed them out, you know, as a whole. But, yep. but you yep. know, we have a lot of great people that are going to, you know, they're going to stop and take that time and they're happy to be there. And it was yep. really good. Like the 1.0, I was because of probably the fact of that everybody was cooped up or whatever for the COVID or whatever. But you're mm-hmm. right. I didn't hear anything there was nothing negative you know during yeah. that everybody was just happy to be there for sure so yeah yeah and uh, you know 2.0 is going to be even more fun because i'm going to be there right um, <laughs> and uh, i can't wait we were what's crazy is i've never had an issue with the cart never ever not one time and i go to start it the friday before because we're going to come to great ben for day one just to hang out and the stupid fuel pump the plug came undone and i thought i had to put a fuel pump in it so Ended up, I worked on it to like 10 o'clock the next morning, just trying to make it to day one so I could hang out with my friends, you know. And then and, find out it was something simple. That oh, man. Because you were my looking heart. at all the major stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I like ordered, you know, I went in and I called O'Reilly's and AutoZone and found a pump and they were going to have it that morning. And I get out and I pull It's a grand marquee. So it's, you know, a pain in the ass to pull the pump system out. And I do all of that and find that out. And I was like, I, there's just no way I can, I can make it work. Cause it was you like 11 o'clock when I figured it out. So you haven't got the, the access hole so that it's easier to get in and out of there now. <laughs> well, right. What's crazy is like the, the access is behind the, um, the rear axle. So, so oh. it's just enough room for your arm to get in there and kind of hold it and twi- you know, so, so we've got it fixed now. I extended some wires. So now if I have to change it on route, it'll be easy. Be in nice. So yeah, I'll only dump like scallons of fuel on me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all right, man, well, let's get into it. So I want to start. Um, I, I just want, you've been on before. So if people want to hear the backstory of uh, Rocky Mountain Race Week and where it started, they can go listen to that podcast. So I kind of want to go, you know, uh, 1.0 and forward. Um, I do want to talk about like how many drag and drive events you have competed in and then, um, kind of your favorite all time, maybe Rocky mountain race week story. Gotcha. Um, com- competed in, I believe, I think I've done three, maybe four drag, awesome. week, drag week was the first one and I've done, I've done several of our own. Um, I, one year I missed out because I ended up having kidney stones, like right before we oh, went, went, so I took the 55 and I ran it at each track, but I didn't actually go down the, the yeah. doctor said that there was no way I was going to be able to make the trip. So, so I just, you know, was more comfortable in a comfortable vehicle and would do that. But yeah, so that was, uh, so that's it. And then I think now, you know, with 2.0, so total events that I've, you know, with what we put on and what I've raced tonight, we're going into the ninth one. So that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. It's a, uh, it's amazing. And it's funny, you know, you have two event two a year now, and really before last year you didn't have two, and the reason you had two last year was because of drag week canceling, and so I'm happy that that happened because really June is hard for me and the Rocky Mountains are hard for me, um, so this later in the year event works perfect. You know, it's harder wow. on my wife because sure. she's taking care of the kids stuff while they're in school, <laughs> but like it would have been really hard for me. It would have been another two or three years. Like I'm planning to go next year to 1.0. So, you know, the, the second event, now you've got people all talking about when's 3.0 going to be. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and 2.0 and it, and it, that is exactly why I did it just to fill that void. And then, yep. you know, it's a little bit different because it feels like it's condensed a little bit more, yep. you know, with it being Sunday through Thursday or whatnot, but it's, so it's more of that, 
hardcore. It's, it's more of the hardcore type of deal versus the laid back yep. family deal. Obviously, the kids are in school, so it's less likely you're going to have as many kids come or whatnot. But yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like it's that little bit more hardcore event. And uh, it's awesome. Like, I, you know, we had such a great turnout with that, and people just really wanted to see it happen again. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll yep. do it again. And I have been looking at something different with maybe doing a third one or whatnot, where, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that'd be our full time career. I'm still a little nervous about it, but. I I can tell you, I was unbelievably floored that we sold out so fast for 2.0, just like we yep. did 1.0. I mean, 1.0 took lots of years before it got to the point where it was ready to be sold out in that time frame. It, you know, the last couple of years it sold out, but not in the frame, mm. not in three minutes. Like, you know, it was insane <laughs> this year. So, yes. and, then I, and, and I have to be on the other end of it, like, you know, was this just, uh, you know, I'm, I, I have to be pessimistic, I guess, a little bit about the whole situation you know is it just because it's the you know after the oh, after you know, covid and everybody wants to get into it or is this a long-term thing so i'm a little bit skeptical but i'm not either because it seems like it's grown so well and there's so much support behind it i probably could do a 3.0 and i probably feel confident that that would help you so yeah. yep so i saw i saw a post you made the other day um i want to i want to holler at jared uh, klausner he says 1.0 tests the cars to the limit 2.0 test the people i, I will contest to that that's true <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. yeah by about day three it's a little rough so mm-hmm. i had seen the other day you're talking about putting on like a, a real rate like a race race so that's yes. exciting yep so I, i'm i'm excited for you guys and what the future holds for sure I, I think you've got obviously a winning team that can come along with that and then you know you're definitely you have definitely have the name of putting on great events so that's cool yeah. Well, and we've done a couple of smaller, you know, mm-hmm. no prep type races in the in the past too. Like I put a couple of those on. Yep. And you know, I, obviously, this is the probably the biggest deal that we've been a promoter for. But all through the years, I've always tried to help out with sponsorship or whatever, you know, with yep. the bad outlaws and a lot of that stuff. So we've always been involved with any of this, this stuff, trying to help with it. But I think with this event that I want to try to do, I'm not. It's kind of one of those deals where I'm looking at it from a different aspect of not necessarily being a full no prep deal. If you see what I said on there that it's going to be prepped at the beginning, and what mm-hmm. that'll do is, and then you're not messing with it anymore unless the oil down or it gets dirty or something that's a safety factor. But I think yep. what that does is that entices the people who you know are scared of a no prep event. It also entices the no prep because you're still going to have to deal with you know tuning and traction and stuff like that to a certain yep. extent. So that and, that and that's where I'm at with the fast side of it. And I'm not saying that, the, you know, you can't go past on a completely virgin surface, but let's face it. When we talk about running at the back end of the track on a virgin surface like that, to, yeah. it's not likely you're going to see some, you know, mid four second cars going down through. Right. It's, it's not going to happen. So there's another safety factor there that you're slowing those vehicles down on the no prep side of it with that. So I think that that's that's where I'm looking at. I, I definitely am very on top of trying to make sure that things are safe. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So. That's cool. All right. So we, we've talked about that. Uh, let, what about like um, asking you is hard because of like your all time favorite Rocky Mountain Race Week story. I mean, like I'm sure you have hundreds of stories. It's it is tough because I mean, there's so much of that kind of stuff. Um, but I think the one that I have to say, you know, that sticks in my mind the most just because of the perseverance. I mean, we've had a lot of people do stuff where they've rebuilt motors. They've done this, they've done that. But <laughs> Yep. Hank Kronk is probably hands on one of the most 
badass guys that there is out is. there as far as keeping his car going. I mean, if he could if he could weld the rods back together and put it in there, get there that's what the dude would do. But you know, the, yeah. the one where they you know they had gaskets out of it, collapsed the tubes inside the radiator, and they they <laughs> took and spent five hundred and some dollars in ice and put on the motor yeah. to go over Rockies to make it to Banimir. Now, I there's a lot that's real hard to do something like that. You know, that's a that's a huge commitment right there. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it was crazy. He said they were going like twenty something miles and having to rebuy yeah. gas or rebuy yeah. ice. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's. I mean, that's that's commitment right there. To, and and that's the thing. Like that's stuff like that is just to me is unbelievable because that's where I thought we were when we did what, the first one ever. I thought you know this is this is how this is gonna go. Guys are gonna come, they're gonna run it, but then when they break, they're gonna quit. Because yeah. they're just because it's not they're not serious you know I didn't figure they would be this serious about yeah. it and when yeah. we started seeing guys you know at the very first race you know changing out motors and stuff like that you know Bob <laughs> did a whole complete motor change in the parking lot at a little bitty diner you know and I think that was it was either our first or second race I can't remember but to see guys do that and see that they and I laugh now because I hear that a lot of time guys like I'm gonna tow the car to the track. I'm going to I'm going to do whatever but if something catastrophic happens I'm loading it up and taking it home. And it yep. doesn't happen that often. It, people think that and then once they get in the middle of this, they want to they they realize I don't think yeah. when you when you first do this, you know, sign up for this, I don't really think you really understand what you're getting yourself into. Once you right. get in and you start understanding the culture of people and the support behind you or whatever, it makes it so you can't stop. You know, unless yeah. it's something that you just absolutely can't fix. So, well you know, I don't know if you saw uh, the Stone Cipher live feed from a couple of weeks ago. He was talking about it and talking about like him and Boo. The car was running like 240 degrees. They, you know, in like five minutes, it had gotten that hot. You know, and so they're driving along and trying to keep it cool. And like they had just decided we're going to pull over in this overpass and give up. They had already made a call to somebody to come pick it up. And the Mac TV guys come by, cheering, "Come on, let's go! 240s, nothing. Let's keep going." And they made it and they made a great pass. And he was like, if we had, if they hadn't come by, we'd have, we'd have put it on the trailer. You know, sure. and that's, that's what happens, man. Every time. Well, and if I catch wind that you're trying to quit, you, you won't, it won't happen. I mean, I, I've gone yep. over and I've done stuff to make sure that guy has got this stuff. I mean, I mean, I took the fact when, uh, he lost his transmission in his, in his Chevelle. And it was pretty crazy because Jack, had had that car parked in the garage for I don't know how many years, ten years or whatnot, and he got it out to come do racing and he shelled the tranny in it. I took the tranny out of my fifty-five and gave it to him to put in his car so that he wow. could finish the race. You know, I mean that's I I'm yeah. invested in this it's just as much as everybody else. I want you to finish. I'm not yeah. here to push you to the limit to where your car is and you can't make it. I'm gonna push you to the limits, but I'm gonna help you get it there. So Yeah, that's awesome. I Iron Horse Garage said his question is how's it going? <laughs> like we're getting ramped up, dude. I hope I hope everybody's ready for the content that's going to come from this. We, uh, I intend to go live. I intend to meet almost every YouTuber that is at the event. I hope we just all talk and have fun and, and have a good time. Absolutely. So, yeah, it, it ought to be pretty crazy. So, all right, let's get into some 1.0 stuff because um, obviously, so I started doing these after 1.0 and leading up to 2.0 because I, I thought it would be a ton of fun. Um, there was some, what's funny is there were some people that were a little complaining about the car count and how it was oversold. And what's fun, what's um, interesting, funny, I don't know if funny is the word, but you know, now you end up like we're, we're a week out and there's guys that are, that are falling off. Well, like 
those guys, the guys that were complaining about being oversold, this is why it's like this. You know, this is yeah. why if you have a 300 car field, you probably need to plan for 350. So you end up at 300 or 325, I think, whatever you guys said. Well, that's what normally we do. We, we you know, we were plan, we always plan for 250, but we'd sell 280 because yep. we didn't at first, oh, but we yeah. started realizing that you have that loss, right? So yep. that's what we normally do. Well, what happened was, is that two, we finally got it to where the system wasn't crashing every time, you know, that we, everybody signed up and rushed it. They got that figured out. What happened was, is it was happening so fast that somehow it blew past the number by the time the, by the time it shut itself down, we were over <laughs> 300 cars and we're like, oh That's my awesome. God, like, what are we going to do? But yes. you know, I don't want to just turn people back. So yep. we just started figuring out what we needed to do to ramp it up. And to be honest with you. I felt like other than some small hiccups because of the heat and, you know, you know, some people were a little upset with kind of how we let, you know, did the, the street cars at the beginning. And then in the evening, then we let the faster cars go or whatever. There were some people that were upset with that. And I can see it and I can't see it at the same time. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I look at both sides of, it, I understand that, but I understand from my point of view, I'm running a fast car. I'm going to sit and wait until it cools down to get those numbers. Yeah. I'm not going to run in the heat of the day. I'm under my, you know, something, one of my slower cars. I'm, I'm okay with doing that. You know, so, yep, but, yep. but I mean, everybody has their own opinion on how that should be. But other than that, other than having a couple of hiccups there, there, I think honestly, 1.0 probably ran smoother than any of them have ever ran, in, in my opinion. So That's there, there awesome. might be some, there might be some guys that feel differently about that, but I think it did really well. I mean, yeah, you're getting 30, 40 passes a day. You know, you're not going to get that when you have that many cars. But we, no. I always am trying to look at everything. You know, when you were talking about the logistics of this and, and you know, how, you know, like planning and everything like that, there's not a day that goes by while I'm out doing my day. day I'm not thinking about things to improve this race. Like, yeah. I'm constantly trying to think of what can I do better? What can I do better? And it's always on my mind, you know? And so with that situation there, you know, I knew that we were going to be up against the wall because of heat and stuff like that. So, you know, I go to the track and I say, hey, what's it going to cost us to run another hour? Because I need to get guys through. Yeah. You know, some they're tired too. I get it. They're, you know, they've been out in the heat and they're tired, but they always will be like, yeah, you know, we'll run another hour for you. We want you to get through this and make it happen. And they do. And so that's what we do. We run, we make sure that everybody and some guys, you know, I, I see what happens too because some people get a little upset. They pack up their stuff and they go to the hotel. The people who are patient and wait and hang out, they're usually the ones that get re reward on that because yep. I can't always make that call at the beginning. I don't know how it's going to go, but when we start getting towards the end, and if I don't feel like we haven't got everybody what they needed, then I then I you know I'll give us an extra hour to get that done. So yeah, yeah, and I think that's what. Now we stayed. I think we stayed most nights till the track closed. I think there was one night where we left, and thinking about Jared's comment about 2.0 testing the people uh it definitely did day three we were wiped out sure. we made like we made our one pass and we had went to the house <laughs> so and there ain't uh, nothing wrong with doing that either sometimes you got yeah. to, especially if you're having any yeah. kind of problems or you know if you watch some of these guys i mean he's i mean i think it was it was 1.0 was it this year or if it was 2.0 last year I, I can't they bleed together to be a little bit but like watching dennis and and alex I mean, they were the last ones in almost every day, and they fought, yeah. fought. Like, you can just see at that point, like, if they could have got a break, they would have been appreciative. They would have bailed out and slept because they just didn't <laughs> yeah. have any more in them, you know? So, yeah. but you have, you have that. There's that sometimes you just got to get in there and get it done and get out. So, yep. Yep. And so this year I'm bringing a cot. Uh, so we're going to, I'm going to, if I get that tired again, I'm just going to pile up on the cot. 
like that'll be it, it'll be so much easier sure <laughs> than than loading up and going because a lot of times you need that like 10 minutes man 10 minutes all you need oh yeah you know? yeah so uh stumper here's talking about considering doing 1.0 on a motorcycle next year um i don't know if i could travel that light man those guys i mean uh, hats off to them i cannot believe the guys that are the motorcycle guys yeah. the, it's amazing it's amazing to ride that many hours and you know people you'll see people oh whatever that's not that far well i tell you something after you're out in the heat all day long and running your bike and then you got to pack up and you gotta make that you know <laughs> put those miles on there and you don't have any creature comforts i mean geez i mean not even a windshield not nothing you know and you're, you're <laughs> yeah. you got this little thing that you're sitting on and you know your butt's sore everything else so i yep. mean those guys are i mean they earned it there's no doubt about it for sure right yeah. so let me ask you this so you're talking about packing everything up when you did the event um were you like a, were you a trailer guy you a yard sale guy you gonna you pack everything in the car what do you do you know we i think with new setup we'll definitely have to use a trailer um but we got bulk i have this very small basically harley davidson motorcycle trailer i mean it's super small enough to put oil in there you know just your essential and then pack everything behind the seats in the nova um but we do the last one we did with the car we did everything everything was packed in behind the seats in the car we and, and, and you know crazy. what it was one of the awesomest times because the <laughs> only thing that we had happen was we lost an alternator belt coming out of there on day one and the car never gave us another problem the entire week <laughs> That's I mean, awesome. yeah, well, and you know, my seven second average or whatever, not seven old, but in the seventh, yeah. you know, and never had a proper car until we we got back to Bandemir the last day. I ended up losing the timing belt and it crashed some valves, but it was after I was done, made the pass it needed to make. So, you know, that's cool. I think I gave, I think we laughed at that point. I said, we better, if we do this again next year, we better bring everything and the kitchen sink because we're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get that lucky again yeah yeah we just lost all the we just used every bit of luck we had so yeah right yeah so uh jared's talking here he says uh track till midnight find food at 1 a.m if you're lucky sleep at 2 30 up at 6 30 to do it again wouldn't change it for the world i'm gonna tell yeah. you uh the first three nights i edited videos till and uploaded till three o'clock in the morning and then we were up at six again i mean it's like it's crazy i love it it's it's amazing. You need a vacation from this vacation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the, it's the same thing for us. Like by the time everybody gets their times turned in, you know, their tickets yep. turned in or whatever. And especially like doing this at 11, you run until 11 this year. You know, so then, you know, you figure we probably don't even get packed up until midnight, you know, and yep. then generally I'll go drive through the pits and check everybody, make sure who's okay or who needs what or what before we go back. And then you get to the hotel, and then there's people out there. So then you stand out there and talk for a little while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at the end of the day, by the time we get up in the morning, we only had a couple hours of sleep, and that's all week. So, yep. Yeah. 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 And it's and you know this week, what's funny is like this week's the week that'll. There's a lot of guys that are still working on stuff that I get pictures, and you see the RMRWers Facebook group. You know, like there's guys that got motors out, pulling motors back out. You know, today to to get them ready for the weekend um my little brother just posted i'm pushing real hard on the mg to take it we literally he had the longest drive he had had in it today and it's been a five-year build so i mean like we're literally right. right here against it you know so uh are he you ever really stuff. ready though i think no. i mean even even when you are or you think you're ready you're not ready like it's just it's yep. it's one of those things that it doesn't matter up and until the yep. minute that you leave out that door something either a is going to happen or B, yep. you've got something, or 
see you're still running around freaking out because you are ready and you don't think yeah. you remembered everything. So Well, like slow guys like me, I mean, we're going to run like some 13s this year, I think. But like like I still need to put plugs in the car. I need to make, you know, I got to find tires. I got to uh, get with Hawassi Tire and like get us some tires mounted this week. Well, I'm like, okay, my boss is out this week. So everything has to be done after work because it can't be done during the day because I can't take a long lunch because he's not there to cover, you know? Right. So it's uh, it's going to be an interesting week. And we got easy stuff. I mean, our car is a stock 4.6 with a turbo on it. Like, it's well, easy. And there's somebody out there right now that's just got a chassis and a painted car and a motor tranny wiring doing everything to make sure yeah. that we'll be there on day one like it's just how that goes with some people so. yep. well and you know it's crazy like those guys will push all week and be up till 2 a.m getting that car ready and then they'll go be up till 2 or 3 a.m next week in that car so it'll be two weeks of being like a 20 year old again P pretty much and <laughs> yeah. then it takes three months to get re recovered now when you get home so yeah well yeah. hey last year i didn't i did I, I parked the car inside the shop and i didn't come out here for a week i was like i'm not i don't even want to look at that thing so yeah. all right uh yeah. let's talk 1.0 I'm, I'm gonna get another beer um lead folks into like your favorite track of 1.0 while okay. i do that man that's that's a tough one to a certain extent uh, i mean i love all the tracks but i think out of my favorite my favorite one would be Pueblo just because of the where it's at, where it's located towards the mountains. Um, the sunset we get with that when we're racing is is just unbelievable. I think that's as far as that side of it goes. That's probably my favorite. I mean, you can't uh, you can't discount Banamiri. That's an unbelievably great facility. You know, it's probably one of the best in the country, in my opinion. But but Pueblo for the Pueblo for the views, and I think you would definitely look at Banamiri as probably one of the best tracks in the country yeah obviously that could get you but you're you wouldn't find it you're not going to find a, a better track to get down for sure that's awesome and just you talking about banner the views there are awesome yeah like to watch you guys and and all the stuff that comes up to that is so cool well and i said you know that's probably that's got a great views and that's a great track pueblo <laughs> is, is the one that i i think is my most favorite for 1.0 because of how that works out with the sunsets and where the mountains uh, are across the crop at the top of there or whatever like that's you don't get any better pictures than you do up there at that at that that, that track for sure yeah photographers are clamoring for yeah. good those good shots at the line that's that's yeah. a great point <laughs> um yeah. all right so let's talk um like favorite car of 1.0 uh just one that stood out maybe maybe two or three even that stood out in your mind you know it's hard because i don't think i can tell you i i have a favorite car I've been doing this with, I've been around so many different cars my whole entire life. Like I can appreciate everything about, you know, everybody's car, but mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm immune to it, but it's hard for me to say, man, this thing, this one's just as my favorite. Like it's, if you can do if you go fast, you do big old wheelies or big burnouts and stuff like that. That's probably what really triggers me more than anything. You yep. know, it's, it's cool, but I, Man, I, I, I can't I don't know if I can give you an honest answer on what my favorite car is because I just I just enjoy well, and, all of them. So and you think about it, I mean like there's three hundred of them. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a bunch. Two two hundred and fifty making passes, you know. Um, well, and, and it takes me a while. Like sometimes I gotta look at the magazine. I know all the cars and I've seen all of them, but I don't ever have enough time to stop and actually really look yeah. closely at them. You know, so it's hard for me yeah. in that sense, like I don't you know, I mean, I can see from from where I'm at, like, oh, you know, man, that's got a killer paint job, or I like those wheels, but 
I never really get to sit down and look at them and like really look at how they're, you know, all how they put together or any of that stuff. So it's yeah. that, maybe that's why it is that I just don't have, uh, you know, an actual favorite car. I got, I got people that I, you know, there's people that are definitely some of my favorite people, but um, car wise, I don't think I could give you one. So <laughs> that's awesome. Well, do you, do you want to, uh, you want to drop some favorite people there? You want to name drop some folks? Yeah. And, and it's, and, and again, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those, it's not necessarily a certain person. I mean, there there is, but yep. the old the older guys that come and do this, I, I think the freaking world of them. Like it is just unbelievable. You know, if you look at you know uh, Jim Phelps and his his wife, and I didn't even really realize this until just recently, but he was in his late sixties before he even started doing anything major with drag racing. You know, he's got that little yellow falcon, the blown yellow falcon, yep. and they bring their little dog Roxy or whatnot. You know. So he was, I think, 70. The first one that we did is his birthday or whatever was his first one. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. His wife and him and his little dog in their Falcon with an eight-gallon fuel cell are out on the road with the rest of us crazy. And they are having the time of their life. Like, stuff like that. You know, you got Ken, Ken's got that little Apollo with the black and yellow wheel. The wheel on the back wheel, it's, slant, it's got pie cut and it's painted colors. And that thing probably, I don't think it runs faster than a 20-something. But same thing. He, the older guy, has had a mohawk, and and he he's just out there having fun and just enjoying life. And I think those people and the people like you got Clint Kadowski that this year he decided he was just going to go solo. There's a lot of those solo guys. There's old guys that have Mopars that are solo guys. Like Crazy. for me, to, for for you to be that secure with yourself in your vehicle and 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 just do something like that, and the guys. Just, up that are you know just gonna find a ride with somebody else they, yep. they just throw all all caution to the wind show up and i'm gonna go ride with somebody and it may not be anybody i've i've ever even met before and go do yep. these things those are my favorite people the people that yep. are just you would i i don't know that i would do that i don't know if i would want to go by myself and i don't know that i would just show up and be like hey dude you want i'll be your co-pilot or whatever like yeah. i i am those people to a certain extent it's just cool that they can yep. just go do that for sure so yeah we have we had discussed. Um, I think it was uh, Stone Cipher and I, or maybe Boo, was talking about just co-piloting. Like, and you have you, just like you said, literally nobody. You know, no, no plans. You just go wing it, man. Hey, can I jump in with you? Can I jump in with you? Hey, I need a ride today. You yeah, know, that'd be that'd be pretty well, fun. And there's guys, and it's cool on the other aspect of too that there's guys that are in their own car by themselves willing to. You know, make that thing and let that guy ride yeah. with him or whatnot. It's like, so it's on yep. both ends of that. And I think that says a lot for the culture we do too. The people yeah, can sure. be able to do that. So, yeah, that's awesome. I, I can't yeah. imagine going solo. Um, I I need somebody to talk to for sure. Well, to keep you awake. I mean, there's lots of things as far as that goes. But yeah, I mean, those guys do it, and you know, and, and you know, with Clint, he was having some problems. You know, he was really struggling and. And, you know, he got with the, you know, he had a couple guys that he started hanging out with that we was traveling with, whatever that helped him and what, in, and whatnot. And, you know, but just to just say, hey, you know what? Nobody can go. Everybody's busy or at school or this or that. Yeah. And the hell with it. I'm going. I'm going to go by myself. I mean, I think that's awesome. I think that's great that people will actually do that. Yeah. yeah. And, and being such a cool event, like, you know, it's, it doesn't take them a day or so before they're talking to somebody that's going to convoy with them. Sure. Yeah, and then eventually find maybe even find somebody to ride with them. Um, yeah. All right. So let's switch it up a little bit. Let's talk about um, 
like it, it's hard because a lot of you know a lot of the past guys have been racers obviously so you know you guys are toting the command center there um what like roadside repairs anything like that that you've you've encountered you've had to fix on your own rigs um you know, our 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 command center i've only i've had one tire blow all these years and that's the thing with it i mean only problem other problem i had with when i was running the the dodge is I I uh, ran out of fuel a few times, but <laughs> <laughs> you're like I just gotta get to this next one. Yeah, yeah. So I've had a couple of those um, with the car. I mean, the, the Camaro never really gave us any problems. We had some big issues uh, at Drag Week with the with the Hulk. Um, I put some used rockers on it. You know, mm. one thing I'll tell you right now: do not ever buy rockers. Drag week, any drag and drive event person, if they're selling <laughs> no. their used rockers, do, if you're, if you're going to be doing a drag and drive event, do not buy their rockers. If you're going to run at the track, that's fine, but do not buy them if you're going to do a drag and drive event because you will end up on the side of the road. And yeah. we broke we broke a rocker. Probably. We broke every rocker on the car, like literally. I, we would either break one on the road or we'd break one after a pass or we'd get the car switched over to go to drive track and we'd break a rocker. Like we went through all of them except for, I think, two rockers. We replaced every one of them on the oh car. So, and, awesome. and then, unfortunately, we, we were like 200 miles away from Tulsa. And I don't know if it was a rocker or if we had a spring or what, but we dropped a valve, so we didn't even make it to that back. But, yeah, don't ever buy used uh, valve train parts if you're going to be a drag-and-drive guy and you, off a drag-and-drive guy for a drag-and-drive car. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no problem. This this engine made it two race weeks with these rockers. Yeah, exactly. nope. yeah. Stay away. Yeah, stay, stay away. away. Run, run fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I, I had heard um, at 2.0 that you had – a welder in the trailer. I think you actually repaired, helped people repair some stuff. Um, 1.0, I think you put a couple of exhausts back together for folks. Um, what What are some of the spare parts that you typically carry in the uh, in the command center there? Um, so I did. I went and bought a new welder for this year for uh, this year that we'll be able to do together. Um, and I was spool gun if somebody needs it or whatnot. So I made sure we had all that. We got a bigger generator so that we can run it. Um, but yeah, as far as stuff that I carry on. Um, truck is spark plug wires. Uh, I do a lot of plug wires. I do, uh, it's more Chevy stuff, unfortunately, for most people, and not LS because I'm not an LS guy, but you know, plug wires, uh, uh, caps, um, uh, plugs, oil, g uh, gas. I carry both E85 and regular fuel so that, you know, if somebody breaks down along the road, if I have it, I'll give it to them or whatnot. And then just miscellaneous stuff, you know, make sure we have a grinder and make sure that we have any of the tools that a guy could use, zip ties, um, you know, just assortment of basically anything that I have spare in my garage that I think that somebody could use to load down a trailer. So yeah. Spare parts, alternators and stuff like that. Like, so, and, and I've saved quite a few people with some of that stuff. So it's crazy that yeah. people don't come and ask you if you have anything, but there's a lot of people that have, you know, I've got belts, I've got um, springs for the waste gates. There's, there's uh, lots of little, little things that a guy might be able to, you know, get to live along that I have with me. So that's awesome. Uh, Jared Klausner says the motion trailer is a game changer. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Those guys with them standing up and, you know, loading that trailer full of everything. And, and that's what we were looking for. We were, we've been talking about it a while. was trying to get somebody to be able to do that. And when they, yep. you know, when he, when Doug decided, hell, I'm going to do it. I'm like, that's awesome. And, Seem like it's pretty decent for them. It works for everybody, you know, in that yep. aspect of. And the biggest thing was fuel pumps. You know, I was really 
talking to Air Motive and some of those guys, I was going to start carrying the pumps and stuff with me. And then that's yeah. kind of when Doug's like, hey, I already am going to put something together. We'll carry the pumps and do all that. So we're pretty good that's that too way. cool. Yeah. And what's, what's really neat, you know, you think about, um, like for, for a guy like me that, you know, does this for fun and stuff like that, like you guys do this for, for real, you know, and like for Doug is always posted in the Rocky mountain race weekers group, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they asked a couple of weeks ago, Hey, we're bringing a trailer. What do we need to bring? Tell us. Right. You know, so I think that's, what's cool about, and especially like you doing this, you know, it allows people to meet, the guys that put these events on allows people to meet the business owners in the, in the world of that's going on here and, you know, ask questions and all that kind of stuff all the time. So that's, that's really cool. I think is, uh, especially as we go forward. So, well, and it's really a great relationship with our, with a lot of our sponsors because a lot of our sponsors that we have are, have come from them being a racer. out That's what sold them to be a sponsor, you know, and, and it's what's really great is this community of racers too is very conscious about making sure that they buy their parts from our, from our sponsors. So it goes yeah. hand in hand. It's a very good, it's a very good relationship we have. And it's, you know, it's really cool to see. You know, I, I push for the sponsors to come bring their own vehicle. Come on. That's what this is really yeah. about. Be here. Outlets and, and all that stuff. Like when they came in and, and did what they do, like, it's just awesome to see all these guys show up and really get, get involved with what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. And and that's really neat as far as like, especially seeing you grow, because like we still have our stickers on from the sponsors of last year for race week. So I'm excited. We're just going to like, it's going to be a sticker bomb for that car. Cause we're just going to go right over the top of them with the new stuff. So, well, so that'll and be it's, cool. and it's, it's grown a lot in that sense too. Like we've had a lot of the years, you know, it's been, you know, racers that are smaller scale, that, you know, helped us keep that money going to keep it going. And now we're yep. getting to the point where we actually have those legitimately big, you know, yep. companies that are wanting to come and be involved, and they're really, you know, they really want to be involved. So it's come along with that way. I won't ever forget the guys that helped us in the beginning. That have, you know, yep. all the small people that have helped, and you know, and, and it's funny because some of that stuff, you know, we've left on there for years. But maybe they didn't sponsor the next year, but we didn't have all those sponsors. Everybody's like, oh, you know, you have all. This. Well, it really we didn't. Like you got to have yeah. something out there to show somebody that. You know, you can't just be like, oh, well, there's no sponsors of this event. That, that doesn't have great sponsorship, right? So, You're right. So, so you had to wing it for a little while to make that work. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's well. And I, I think one of my favorite stickers is like, it's uh, it's somebody and their racing friends. I love that. You know what I mean? Like, that's so awesome to, yeah. for somebody to write a check to help the event. I, I know what it's like to put on events. I know it, it's a bunch of money and time and things like that. And you just have to pay for stuff and to pay for stuff. Sometimes you need some help, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We're not, we're not all millionaires, you know? So no, that's and that's awesome. what, you know, people think that like they, they don't understand. And, and I'm sure people remember on steel too. And like, Oh man, they're, they're making a killing, but you don't realize all the small little costs of everything. I mean, and it's yeah. and the thing is every year right now it, it goes up, especially, yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but as, as you start doing better and you have more volume, your, your prices are going to go up because, well, either one, yeah. A, those people are helping you out and giving you a discount to get you going, and then that's going to slowly get your money back yep. out of that somehow. Or yep. they see that you're doing well, and they're going to start charging you more for that product. It's just the way things are, yeah. right? So, But when you start looking at that, I mean, it's just like with the steel prices. You would not believe how much the freaking trophies cost now just because the steel price went up you know yeah i didn't even so, think you know, like those are yeah. things you don't even think of and like yeah. you know it added all that to, all that money to 
to the truck because you do top three of every class. I mean, it's mm-hmm. that's wild. That's why and there's like eleven classes or something crazy. So oh, there's 40 eighteen trophies. now. Holy shit! So it's forty. <laughs> what's that? Fifty-four trophies. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, I mean, that's it, it. Makes it's hard to even get them all hauled to the track because trying to stuff all that stuff in the trailer. My yeah. trailer ain't big enough anymore for some of the stuff we're doing. <laughs> God, that's awesome, dude. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. So, all right, um, let's 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 pivot to uh, two because obviously I'm excited. Two isn't two anymore. It's a uh, race week, just race week. Um, but on the website, it's still listed as 2.0. So folks are interested in finding more information to do that. Uh, what, what's your most anticipated track for this year? And obviously noble. I mean, you hands down, as far as that track goes, it's just unbelievable. Like I, I, yeah. I, I think all the tracks that we're going to are, are great, but I'm kind of excited to see, and I've never been there. Um, a great facility. I think that that's going to be the highlight for me, I believe. Yep, yep, I think so too. And um, I've got family, a huge car family in Dallas area, so they're all coming. So I'm excited. You know, we would have never hit that track, and I think, except for Tulsa, all the other stuff I've never been to, except on on this event. So I'm excited about that. I'm I'm really excited about uh, I think Arc City, Kansas, or Mid America Dragway, whatever they call it. I think it's going to yeah. be fun. Well, they say that track, that guy, those guys told me that's the hookiness track that there is out there they said you won't harder than you will there so i that's I, awesome i think that's going to be exciting i also worry that that's going to create a lot of uh, carnage <laughs> too but we'll see yep. so well i will say uh last year noble uh thunder valley was i i want to say people made their fastest pass of the week at that track the cool thing about that is we're going to be there twice this year. So, like, I mean, as an example, for us, we ran 15 ones and 15 twos all week. And at that track, we ran a 14-8 on a hero pass. I mean, like, you can't deny it. Like, we went right. down that track faster than we went down any other track. So, yeah, it's just a great facility. They they know what they're doing there. I mean, it doesn't seem like it matters what temperature it is or whatnot. You can just get down. I mean, obviously, it gets cooler in the evening. It's going faster. But it just seems like that that that's why i started and stopped there this year i just yeah. i i was so impressed with how the track you know, was and how it went down we got down through there that i just well, i mean that's the heritage of that track i mean that's where the 405, yeah. all the 405 guys are from i mean there's that's where armageddon's at with the no prep deal i've run that yeah. i've tested there a couple times it's just it's just a really cool place so yeah yeah it's all and it you know it's a good location it's very centralized in the states all that kind of stuff so that's good for folks coming um ha- that made me think, have you heard of anybody that's coming? You know, I think Steve Willingham came last year and he was from New York. I mean, any other big travelers? Um, I mean, I know that there's some Florida, you know, obviously we have the Florida guys, you know, yep. Garrett and some of those, even some other Florida guys coming from that yep. way. Um, you know, unfortunately, Australian guys can't come this year again just yep. because of what's going on. I heard that some of our Canadian friends are going to do what the best they can to get themselves down here. So, I mean, we have those guys coming. So, yeah. So, yeah, and then you guys from California. I mean, they come. I mean, it's just crazy that everybody will come from wherever, all over the country, just to come do this deal. Yeah. It's or wild. out of the and, country, even. Yeah. And what's cool is, like, I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but like, you're a dude. You know, like, you're just some dude, like, that, like, came that's up right. with this event but you know like that's yeah that's freaking awesome well it's every so. year when you, when you stand back and you look at what this is how it's become and what it's become and like i said and it's selling out like it has i mean 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've, you know, I mean, I got a fast car and I've gone over around the country, but like I said, yep. a guy that drives a truck that just your average guy has been able to pull people to come all over from all over the world to come race at an yep. event. That you I mean, there, there's, there's, that's something to be proud of. It's just, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. For, for sure, man. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. And, and it's good for, for everybody involved. You know what I mean? Because like, as time goes on, you, you'll be a harder and harder guy to get a hold of, you know, like, yeah. The more events, the, things like that. And I was thinking about a while ago when you were talking about um, like the, the trailer and doing everything. I don't think, I think there were days were that went by that I didn't see you. Like I saw you, but like we didn't talk, wave, nothing. You, it was like you do this all day, <laughs> you know, all, uh, always I, moving around. I am. I'm always out there. I mean, that's one thing that you can say that our are different than other people's is we're on the ground level. We're out in the heat with you. We're yeah. out, I'm out on the, you know, June's out there standing out there. We're not up in the tower in the air conditioning tower and, oh, peasant, close the door. You know, that's not how we are about yeah. things. Like, we're right there on the ground with you, concerned about you and your well being and your, what you guys, and that's, that's what this is all about. Like, this is, this is a joint venture. This, in my opinion, this is not my race. This is your guys' race. Yeah. Uh, we're the, we're the facilitators, but this is your guys' event. I listen to what you guys have to say. I want to make sure that you make it and, that's why we're we do what we do. That's why we're out there and we're out. And I am. Sometimes I don't get to say, you know, I'll wave and I'll look and I'll go by or I'll check this. Are you okay? Yeah, good. Okay. You know, as it as it gets bigger and there's not many people, I want to make sure that everybody got a chance to see my face. And I make sure that I asked everybody if you know you're okay and what do you need or is there anything we can do different for you? Yep. So that that made me just think here. Um, you've you know I think first year I think you said you had seventy cars. Uh, you know, now you're, you're crowding 300 that'll race for 2.0. Like is, is growth a thing or are you, are you thinking like, Hey, I, I'm going to cap it at some point in here where this is all we want to, to do. Well, you can't, I mean, obviously we did okay with this 300 car thing. Right. And we never really went either. 250 to 280 was kind of where we wanted our limit to be. Because I don't want it to turn into that event where you just have any fun because you sat in the lanes all day long and you got one pass, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. this 300 car deal, I'm trying to get back down from that. I don't know how I'm going to handle that with, you know, signups next year as far as you know, from the year before and being able to bring new people in or whatever. Like, I don't know that I can bring it back down to that 250 mark. I'm still struggling yeah. to figure out how I would do that. So we might be stuck here. But I can tell you that it ain't going to be more than that. I won't go, you know, where this 300 to 350 mark type situation right now. I don't let it go any farther than that. If, if I'm going to do anything differently, I'll add another race because I'm not going to yeah. screw up what we've done and the culture that we have by putting so many people in there. Because you can get as much staff as you want and you can try to make it smoother. But all it takes is a rain out or oil down or those type yeah. of things. And you've completely ruined it because you just don't have enough time. There's no way I can manipulate it to get everybody through if something like that happens, if you've yeah. got that many more cars. so that, That's a great point. I mean, I, yeah. So, listen, everybody keeps signing up. We need uh, we need race. We need Rocky Mountain Race Week 3.0 coming up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was on the verge of doing 3.0. Um, I had some stuff in the works. And we'll see yet to see if it happens. But there, somebody else yeah. kind of got into that slot that I wanted to be in. Um and they're supposed to be announcing it. I thought it was already going to be announced at this point, but we'll see. If that if that doesn't happen, I'll I'll go in there and scoop that up. But I also have been thinking about different things. Of do we do 
uh, you know, the 1.0 venue twice in a year, somewhere in the middle of the year too, so that you can get extra 300 people. That didn't, I mean, we had three over 300 people on the waiting list for both of them. So awesome. I, I agree. There's definitely that opportunity to get that, you know, to make that happen, you know, but it's a lot of logistics yeah. to go along with that. Are your sponsors going to be, you know, are they going to wear with you on that and be able to come up with the, with the money to help you with those type of things? Yeah. Or, you know, are you going to get the spectators there to buy your shirts and do those things? So those are the things that I have looked at yeah. because, you know, it definitely, whenever we try to make a new adventure in 2.0 really worked itself for us and it didn't, hurt us but i also have to watch you know june quit her job to you know years ago to be able to do all of this stuff you know i mean she that's don't, awesome not, not, not necessarily just this like obviously you know she still yep. manages the trucking companies like that but her day-to-day -day job she quit that because somebody has to be there doing this yep. stuff all day long right so yep. so there's a fine line for us that we have to make sure that we're covering those costs of what we've lost by not having that income and whatnot you know, so when we, you know, basically when you invest into another event, it's definitely something that scares you a little bit because that's money yep. that's going to come out of your pocket. So, you know, that's the yep. logistic things we have to look at. That's awesome. That's crazy. So uh, in, in the end, everybody keeps signing up. Every Just keep signing right. up. <laughs> um, Sign up, get your friends to show up, buy t-shirts, yep. because all that stuff is what drives this. I mean, without, yep. the, with all, without that support, this doesn't happen. That's absolutely right. Yep. Well, and what's cool is like, you know, I, I'm here in Northwest Arkansas, close to Johnstone Cypher, close to Boo. I mean, I know those guys aren't coming this year, but I hope that there's a lot of folks that come, you know, from the Northwest Arkansas area to the Tulsa track, you know, just so they can they can watch us and have fun and enjoy. It's two hours. I mean, surely somebody can do that. So Sure. Uh, <laughs> Jared said, start doing RMRW bake sales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. But uh, yeah. that's a thank you when you were you were talking about 2.0 and now it's race week and that's what i wanted to do too like if you notice that's those are two different brand names there so now you've got your rocky yeah. mountain race week and then you got your race week and they're two different logos because i don't i don't like 2.0 i don't like the name 2.0 i've never yeah. really cared for that i want that to be this is rocky mountain race week and this is race week and that's what we're trying to move towards that right so yeah so it's kind of like their own brand names and that's kind of what i'm trying to do with this and you know it's great that the magazine came along because i was really trying to push you know it's funny how all this stuff goes and i and i don't ever want to be like oh it was my idea this or whatever but if you watch I was doing art, we were doing those articles there up until the last one or 1.0 last year and trying to do that that's where i wanted to go i wanted to get us to the point where we yeah. had that exposure and then when you know bailey decided they were going to do that that was absolutely awesome that they yes. did that. i don't i didn't have the means to find an editor and do all those kind of things for them to come in there and be able to do that for us that's all that's done is just blown up for us. it just helps way there's nothing better than having that magazine yeah. in your hand. I don't care what anybody says. It's it's an awesome magazine. Like I, I mean, I went live when I got it and flipped through. It's a hundred and eighty something pages. I mean, of like high quality stuff. So we're gonna do whatever we can to get the cart in one of those pictures for next year. Well, uh, and, and that's what's great about it is it doesn't matter what you run or or how fast you are yeah. or what you, those guys are. And, and I think that that's where Thomas looked at this. You know, and and him and himself like. He's at the top level of this, and I think for yep. him, it starts to get boring for a while after a while because you're here and there's nobody that's in that threshold with you, right? So he's looking at it as I'm going to go back down here and I'm going to look at the total picture of this, and and yep. I think that that's what it takes. It takes, I, I mean, I'm in the that's why why I push to build what I do car wise because I want to be 
in that level where he's at, you know, I want that. I, I have a car that can compete, maybe not as fast as his cars, because obviously we're talking about two different makeups of cars. You're talking about something that's, you know, light and, and whatnot and pro mod style versus a steel bodied, you know, stock with car or stock Nova. Right. So, yep. but I still want to be there and I, and I look for guys, you know, that's, what's great about with Royce and, and Tom McGilton and all those guys that are, they're, they're moving to that level, and that's what's keeping this going on the upper end. And then you got the guys from the lower end that started as a 20-second car that now is, is a 17-second car that next you know next year might be a 9-second car. So we're recreating that movement. And yep. when you have a magazine that actually helps with that, I mean, all that can do is make that better. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Anthony Harville says, we need a Fred Frost freedom race here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fred, he, he hasn't gotten lately, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Adam needs us to uh, completely re-do uh, everything we've already done. He, he's just got here, so he said what he missed. Don't leave anything out. <laughs> well, I think I don't think we can reduplicate that. He's just gonna have to watch the replay, yeah. right? Uh, Anthony says the magazine gives me the opportunity to relive 1.0 at any point just from opening in, opening it up. Always a smile, love sharing it with friends and telling the stories. Uh, also, was my first magazine picture feature, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and a couple copies and have your kids get their scissors and cut it up and hang it on their walls and stuff like yeah we did when we were kids so you know, I mean, yeah. that's, you, I, I, that's all i remember when i was I mean, you know there were some girls in there too. you know the the hot rod magazines and whatnot we cut those up and they they were on our walls in our rooms you know so yeah that's exactly tearing pages out and thumbtacking them to the wall you know i mean yeah. that was that was what was up um all right let's let's keep moving here how about uh because this is a big thing for racers. How do you guys handle meals? Because you're literally like, you guys take the route, you get to the track, but like, what do you do during the day? I mean, like, like do you eat? No, no, we, <laughs> we are moving. So I mean, actually this year was probably the first year that we had somebody something, you know, and we had scheduled meals, but most of the time, by the time the days all shut down, me and June looked at each other. Did you eat? No, did you know? And then of course everything <laughs> shut down. So then we don't eat. Yep. Right? So yeah, yeah it's, it's like, um, we have some friends that are coming with us this year that are actually bringing our cooler full of stuff. So they're going to cook and do that kind of thing for us. But yes. you know, that's, that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to be a little more cautious of that and make sure that we're eating and drinking water and doing all those things. Yeah. We're going to try to work with that this year, you know, and of course 2.0 hasn't, we haven't got that part with far with it, but what, you know, you know, we've tried to do dinners for, for the racers and stuff like that too. So, you know, we did one for the beginning at the end. So we try to help with that. A lot of times we'll try to find you a spot to stop um, to have for a lunch or something somewhere. So this year we just think it's kind of the same thing with the COVID and stuff like that. People aren't willing to, you know, they don't want yeah. that exposure. Right now, right? So, but that's generally what we try to do. So, yeah. So when we get to stop places where we've set that up, we have a hamburger or a hot dog or something, <laughs> you know, that usually works out. <laughs> That's awesome. Rob Lipinski says nobody eats before 1 a.m. on race week. That's that's right. A hundred percent true. Uh, yeah. Anthony Harville says absolutely true. And then uh, Tim Stinson says big old bag of trail mix in the car. So that's one of my other questions too. What is your go-to, like what is between the seats of the car that you're snacking on? <laughs> uh, cinnamon gummy bears is one. And then um, usually, it's, uh, you know, some seeds or something to keep us awake. You know, yeah. just want some seeds that'll keep you. Away. That's pretty much it. That and Pepsi or 
you know, uh, uh, go fast or something like that. That's about it usually. That's funny. Cinnamon gummy bears. I would have never figured that. <laughs> well, I got rid of it. It just goes with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. That's you, right. You know, you should be eating cinnamon gummy bears. <laughs> well, hey, listen, listen. I, I am a Sour Patch Kids guy. Like, oh, if, that's if, I'm, if I'm on the road, it's it's with me. And uh, I, I haven't decided. I was thinking about it today. Am I going to get one big bag to haul with me and, like, just eat out of that one bag all week? Or am I going to stop at gas stations along the route and pick up? Oh, nope, there we go. I'm back. Uh, or am I going to stop and pick up the small bag? Well, I you know, do that. Depends do that on how hot day. it's going to be and how dirty your hands are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, my hands don't get dirty. We're driving an 03 Grand Marquis, and we should be okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Rob says the, the kids hat McDonald's because of race week two. Yep. Uh, beer is food from Carl Steamy. Um, it, it does have electrolytes in it for sure. Uh, and calories too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, uh, Adam Dory says small ind individual bags is the move. I, I think that is the move. One, because then you're also moving through, you know, you're, you're having to stop at the gas station. You're having to spend money. You know, you're, you're supporting somebody along the route, you know? Well, not to mention, I mean, I don't know about you, but, after about 60 miles at a time in one of these cars, you kind of need to get out and get get moving around a little bit. So yep, yeah. yep. I, and I think that's probably the other thing that's the the most fun about this is you know typically 60, 70 miles is about all you're going to go before you're stopping for a checkpoint or gas, right? Typically more gas. Yeah. But you know that does like you would never you when I drive to get to vacation. I'm like, we're going 300 miles without stopping. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys can't drink nothing in the back because we ain't stopping. Pee, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. You better get it now. You need to go pee before we leave. Let's roll. You know, and this event is not like that. So I think that's like for newbies. I think that's probably the biggest thing for folks is like just the slowdown of pace. Um, I, I've told the story a whole bunch. And for everybody that's heard it, you're going to hear it again. Um the day, the fourth day when Stone Cipher had the wheel bearing go bad, it was the long, we were up 22 hours that day. It was crazy. It was long. And it was the day I, I recorded the least amount of footage for the entire trip because we were, I was finally just slowed down enough to enjoy what we were going through, you know? Sure. Well, and, and that's it. That's big, huge part of it. Like you just, life slows down like this and you get to, you, you know, I mean, that's what the saying smell is. I mean, literally, that's feels kind of what we're, you know, thinking. But that's where you're at. You slow down and you're paying attention, and you have time to talk to people in the town that want to come up and talk to you about your car or whatever. Or, you know, you yep. saw something that you wouldn't have ever seen in your life if you didn't go through that way. So. Yep. Yep. We stopped with. Uh, I think Carlos had a rocker uh, on one of the. On what we had just turned on some road, lost a rocker. Anyways, they were fixing it. Well, like there were all of these uh, llamas or donkeys in this field. So like for 20 minutes, we messed with the donkey. You know right. what I mean? Like right. just throwing oh, yeah. shit, you know, yeah, we beers, were, all that kind of stuff, you know? I think that was what Colorado City or something like that or Sugar City or something. We had to stop for Joe Barry on uh, one of them. He had something wrong with the Same thing. There were some donkeys, llamas, all kinds of stuff out there. So we're out there. Same thing, messing around with them or whatever. You know, they're all yep. out there looking at us like, what the hell are you guys doing in our podunk <laughs> town, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah but it's yeah. it's just cool. That's just, that's just the fun part of, of what we do for sure. Yep. I, I, can't, 
I can't count the many, how many times like, you know, we would pull up and somebody would be at the gas station and their uncle had a car exactly like oh, so-and-so's yeah. car. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah. just don't get those stories without stopping <laughs> at the gas station. Oh yeah. You always have, there's always that uncle that had that car just like that one too. Yeah. Hey, yeah it was yeah. fast as that one, but yeah, it's, it's that kind of stuff. And like, it's fun for us too, because we try to stop if people are broke down and you know, like, Obviously, the 301 guys are always broken somewhere. So that's kind of like an annual thing for us. If we, if we can go the road, we go hang out with the whole group on the road for an hour or whatever while they're messing with their stuff. And then we go on our way. And then, you know, seven, 10 hours later, I'm rolling in. So. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's that's too funny. And they're such a good group to hang out with. I feel bad because oh, yeah. I haven't had any of them on the the live feed, or you know, this will eventually turn into a podcast. So uh, I had them on for last year's kind of newbie prep stuff we were getting ready for, um, and I'm definitely going to wear them out during the week. So they'll be on a bunch of live feeds and a bunch of the videos during the week for sure. There you go. Yep. So. Um, let's see. What else do I have on the list? I think I've only got one or two more things we talked about. Oh, yeah. What's your go-to gas station food? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know that I have anything. I like, it's usually just the junk food like we talked about. I don't think I, I usually don't have anything that I, you know, like the rollers or anything like that that I usually <laughs> grab or anything. So yeah. as, as, as I've been, you know, driving as long as I have, you know, sometimes after you eat that stuff, down the road and the stomach don't like it so much so that's exactly I try to right stay, I, I try to stay away from as much of that crap as i can yeah try to try to stay pretty safe uh adam yeah. dory says if you bring 12 cars and eight of them run nines or better one of those dudes is going to be broke that's right so talk, talk about the 301 guys for yeah sure. for sure yeah oh carl steam you talking about roller food yeah that stuff's dangerous um yeah. You know, a, a gas station hot dog that's been on there for three hours probably isn't the best when you're going to jump in a car. It's 112. No, not unless you, not unless you, you, uh, one of your items you packed was toilet paper. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's awesome. Well, hey, um, I, I think we'll probably, we'll probably end it there unless you want to go over some more stuff. Um, hey, why don't you tell them the story of the car that's over your shoulder? Cause I know that's what people have been looking at. So that's, so I've had that car since I was, I don't know. That's the first car that I ever finished. So I had it like in high school. I it right out of high school. Uh, I had a 383 in it back then. I had a uh, 871 on it with two plates on it. So I'm like in my, you know, 20, right? 20 years old. It's fully yeah. interior, full suspension, everything. I think the best it ran back then was like, I couldn't get it in the nine nines. I was trying. Like at 999 Dang. is the best it could do. Didn't matter if we turned the board up. Didn't matter. It just wouldn't go any faster than that. So... That's kind of how his life was. We did King Street and some heads up racing, um, you know, street racing and stuff. Obviously, I was I was big into street racing. I'm not yeah. as much. And I still do a little bit here or there, but you know, obviously my cars are way faster than they they want you want to be on like a two two a two lane. So um, we kind of converted it over to a small block. Went back to a small block with a little 144 blower on there and put some wide tires on there. The pro touring look for a while. Um, I did yeah. that. I kind of did that thing for a little bit and then. I decided to go back to its roots and it's got center lines on now. And then it's got a, it's like a 598 in there with a 1071 now with twin and a, it's got a fab nine rear end in it now and a, uh, huge 400 transmission. So I mean, a pretty serious piece. I'm, I just haven't got it dialed in yet. It still wants to, doesn't want to be uh, uh race week worthy yet because it gets hot just going to town, which town for us is like, still 30 miles from here, you know, because out here in the middle of nowhere. So <laughs> anywhere major town is going to, I, I think that it's too. So 
I'm, I'm still trying to dial that in, but yeah, that's, I've had that car. That's the longest thing I've ever had. And like I said, it was the first one that we ever finished. It's my boys. Now he knows the camera knows that's, that that's his car. So, that's yeah. cool. So yeah. that makes me think, um, do you think you'll compete in, uh, Rocky mountain race week or race week, uh, in the coming years, or is it just too hard? I think I would think it'd be too hard. It's definitely tough. What we were going to do, we didn't get the, the Hulk done for 2.0, but what I was going to do was Brent's my tuner. Um, he's, everybody sees him around the track. He's, you know, doing text like that. He's also the guy that does, you know, my fab work side of my car. Um, he was going to actually drive the car from track to track for me. And then I was going to race it once we got there this year. And I wasn't going to be in competition, but I want yep. to get the numbers laid out. I want to preserve the numbers of this is what we did or whatnot, because I really think yeah. this is going to be one of your top, you know, cars as far as all time, you know, cars. so that was what we were going to do with it this year. We didn't get there. So that may be what we do with the first one next year. Um, yeah. And then, but yeah, as far as my own events, it's pretty tough for me to be able to say I'm going to commit my whole time of driving and everything to be able to do that. It's just, it's, I, there's times if I wasn't there on the ground, things could have catastrophically bad to the point of people yeah. wouldn't come back, you know, so. Well, and the hard part would be like uh, you driving, you brake, somebody's trying to call you, you're trying to fix the car, or not that anything breaks, and you're driving trying to answer messages, trying to talk on the phone to, to somebody that's in the truck that's had a question asked. Like, it would just, there's, there's no way. There's no yeah. Way. It's a logistics nightmare to try to pull that off. And it, when yeah. it was smaller, it was okay to do that because we didn't have to worry about it. But so it's at this point, it's just, it's really, it's not, uh, it's, not it's not good business practice to do that. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I can understand that completely. Well, Hey, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time no to problem. do this. Um, it's it's been really cool and i can't wait to hang out with you next weekend dude next weekend oh my god don't, i'm so ready don't remind me which <laughs> i am ready and i'm not ready at the same time so it's gonna yeah, be awesome yeah. though i can't wait to go see everybody and i think you know yeah. 2.0 is a different atmosphere as far as i can't explain it but there's something about it that gets me amped up i mean don't get me wrong i love 1.0 and, and everything about it and not taking anything away from that but there's something about that night 2.0 atmosphere with the cars that are coming that do this event it's just it's electric like the, the, the it reminds me of you know going to like the no the street alley or a street race or whatever you see everybody wrapped around the starting line and it's crazy because it's not like anybody's you know heads up competing it's just people are starting to get their best numbers because it's the the heat went down in the dark and everybody's up there to see what's going on and it, it yep. it's just awesome for yep. sure yeah, I'm pumped. I'm bringing a bunch of cameras with me. We're going to stick them on all kinds of cars. So it, it's going to be a ton of fun. I'm I'm ready. We're, we're going to put out a video every day, whether I've got to stay up 24 hours to do it. So, that's awesome. So well, yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. That's, where, that's another thing that sets us apart from some of the other ones. Like We have grown to what we are. We are what we are because we've allowed you guys to come and do your thing. I'm not, yes. I'm not concerned about you and your coverage. I want you to have your coverage. I want you to do just yeah. well with your coverage as anybody else because, for one, that's great to see you guys be able to do well with it, but it's also it's a no-brainer. Like, it's getting it out there for all the people of all different generations because that's the world we're in right now. Yep. And it's not just about – I mean, Drag Week has got, got to the point where it was, it was still to an extent because it was only – a certain age group of guys who really knew what it was. 
you were in with a guy, you know, like I learned it from Joe Barry and some of those older guys or whatever, what it was all about. But as person, like even here in Colorado, you talked about drag week and I, I don't know what that is. I tell you that yeah. now, most of the time, if somebody sees a race week banner or whatever, doesn't matter what age they are, they know what it is. And yeah. I mean, not everybody, but there's a lot more yeah. people that do, you know? So, yep. Yeah, that's that's and it's exciting. It's only going to be a brand that grows. I mean, I I know it'll be a brand that grows because it's okay. just so much fun. All right, dude. Well, thank you very much. Stay with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna send everybody off. Uh, just if if you aren't subscribed to my YouTube channel, uh, please do it. We're gonna have a ton of fun. Um, all right, I'm I'm ending the broadcast. Stay with me, and we'll. Uh,